0: Hello and welcome back to the one where we talk about TV, where the five of us in this room talk about TV. Every week, one of our co-hosts will choose a show, five episodes of that show, and the rest of us in this room will watch uh, those episodes for the week prior to podcast recording. This week, our friend Sarah has chosen Sex in the City. And we have all watched the same five episodes. You will find the descriptions of those episodes in the description. (laughs) An appropriate place for that to be. I will kick it off uh, by having everyone introduce themselves. I'm Stephanie.
1: I'm Patrick.
0: I'm Shannon. I'm Henry. Sarah. And Sarah, why don't you take us away with why you chose this show? Oh, why I chose this show...
1: I couldn't Um, help but wonder why you chose this show. Did
2: did I choose the show or did the show choose me? (laughs) (laughs) Dot, Um, dot, dot. (laughs) Me. (laughs) Um, Is Sex and the City a good show? I don't know. Is it a bad show? Maybe. Is it my favorite (laughs) show? Definitely not. Um, But it's a show that I've watched a lot. And it's a show that always elicits a lot of feelings and opinions and I'm never bored while I'm watching, I'm often uncomfortable and I feel like it's a show that uh, my perception of it has changed dramatically and probably our collective perception of it has changed dramatically over the last 10 years. Um, So yeah, I binged the entire show recently and chose these five episodes. Um, meticulously, I was kind of trying to show one, I was trying to show a lot of things, but more specifically, and I'd be curious to see if any of you guys picked up on this, I was trying to show like a very clear character arc for Miranda specifically, mm-hmm. um, because I feel like she evolves the most over the show, so I was trying to pick um, episodes that centered on her plot, but while also highlighting um, the rest of the characters. Uh as well, so that that was kind of my main goal, and on the side, I wanted to also show how Carrie is terrible, um, and, um, and how the city of New York is a character, also because I feel like that was one of the unique things the show did. Um, so yeah, that that was that's a little bit behind why I chose these these episodes and why I chose the show.
0: I feel like of all of us so far, you've done the you've done a you've done a really good job curating like a very wide swath of, of characters, topics, things that iconic moments of the show as someone who has also watched the series in its entirety um, I was impressed with, I mean we've got Aiden, but mm-hmm. who's the first guy that we watch, Burger?
1: Uh, we don't get any Burger, no so burger. we get Big, Big, oh, Aiden, Big Aiden, and Petrovsky.
0: Mm-hmm. For Carrie. For Carrie, and we have um Charlotte struggling like Trey is she yep. did we watch from the- I watched more than I yeah. needed to so I'm forgetting um we've got the baby issues we've got Char- or, um, Samantha getting all the way to Smith where she's like actually like in a relationship that's a huge shift from the beginning of the season so well done. Bravo. You,
1: you did a great job of getting a wide range of not only their character development, but of their relationships. Because you got both. Like, also for Miranda, you got Steve and you got Blair Underwood, who is such an... I mean, I love Miranda. I love Cynthia Nixon. She's a great actress. But, like, Blair Underwood and Cynthia Nixon are such a mismatch. Like, he is so much better than her. physically. Well, <laughs>
0: certainly. Um, I think the first question, though, is actually, like, the most controversial when we decide, when you decided to choose this was, is it a sitcom? That was, like, sort of, like, the... Like, I don't think we even know what... Exa- We're building the plane as it's flying, certainly with this podcast, <laughs> but um, there was a little bit of, like, what is this show? Originally, what was the website that you used, the mashups? Um, Vulture. Vulture has, like, a great... Um, they select some iconic sitcoms
2: and Sex and the City was listed right. in their like bracket of sitcoms yeah. so I thought yes Sex and the City is a sitcom I think it starts out more like a sitcom and then shifts into a 30 minute rom-com mm-hmm.
1: but I would also like I think that it's still I think even the later seasons it still sticks sitcom They make, they make it it's always been serialized so that you can jump into any episode and not need a ton of context so, for example, one of the episodes we watch is where she meets Mikhail mm-hmm. Um, and like that episode, while it's part of a larger arc, is like a standalone episode. You can watch that and have no context of who Aiden, Berger, and Big are, and still that's a good episode, and you don't actually have to go further than it without it just being a satisfying piece. I think that's what I quantify a sitcom, is that it's driven by comedy, not drama, and That you can it's situational, so you can take each episode out of the entire series, watch it. Mm. Yep, and you can have I mean, every once in a while you're gonna get like two parters and stuff, but you should be able to take out a piece and enjoy it. And it has a start, a middle beginning and end.
0: Okay. Well, like I said, we we haven't ever even stated that like I mean I think we have implicitly decided that we're just gonna talk about sitcoms, but it doesn't necessarily even have to be that way it's just an interesting thing to to quantify to define mm-hmm. what is a sitcom to all of us um henry i think you're the we, are you the do, has anyone else you you've never watched the show before i've seen this. the show
3: before you have yeah
0: yeah. like a lot no no what are your? i've
3: thoughts? dated women who've watched it so yeah I've seen it i actually saw the movie once oh
0: yeah. the first That's right first year. i think
3: so 2008 I'm Mm-hmm. Yes. First movie. Yeah.
0: yeah, that is exactly what it was. Yep. I was a
2: senior in college, and I remember seeing that.
0: I think we like bought tickets ahead of time. We were like so excited by the prospect of that show.
2: That's an interesting part of the show because it's not necessarily alone in having a, a movie come out after the TV show. But I feel like the movies have really sullied the TV show retrospectively. Mm-hmm. Like the movies were so bad that that, and that's the most recent memory that they make the show look worse in retrospect
0: because you know how awful those embarrassing movies were. So it's it's interesting that like you probably your familiarity with it is through the women you were dating and I feel like for my generation it's like a pretty important and impactful show. And like you said at the beginning in your intro your perspective of it has has changed, has shifted.
2: Yeah, this was like uh not destination viewing, but like, it was an event to watch this. We would all go to my friend Erica's house. She had, like, a movie room, and we would watch it every Sunday night or whenever it came out. Like, all in high school and thought we were just the coolest to be so edgy, edgy. watching a show about <laughs> sex. It was about the time of Sopranos, so, um, like, elite TV was uh, becoming more of a thing. Um, so, yeah, I, I remember, like, craving to watch the show. Like, I would download illegal streams of it on, like, Kazaa or Napster or whatever I was using and, like, break my parents' computer. I really was into it and wanted to watch it all the time and thought it was just the coolest thing and the coolest, like, picture of what adulthood could be. And it's we're, turned out to be exactly yeah, that. I, I, <laughs> yeah,
1: we're all, at least the four of us, are all, like, right at a very interesting age to this, since we're all, like, within a few months of each other, in that, like, this was a show... Not that Stephanie... <laughs> Stephanie <laughs> is, like, a year older than us. too. i I'm th- yeah. three, three years, years older. When, yeah. If you think generations. It, When it, Yes, I'm not saying generationally, but when you talk about a TV show that's only, like, seven or eight seasons, that makes a huge difference, yeah. because we were approaching it, like, it started when we were in high school... You were still probably
0: The first school. time I watched the show, I was in college.
1: Okay. So it's just, like, an interesting... We're at the, like, very beginning of adulthood is this show that's, like, very, air quote, adult.
0: Yeah, they're in is, their early 30s when it
3: starts. Yeah.
1: So we have, like, a different view than I... I would be interesting to hear not that Stephanie can represent this perspective. Somebody who was a real adult watching this show... Let me speak for the it. middle-aged when <laughs> like I are so much <laughs> older than all of us. Like, somebody <laughs> in
2: their 30s watching the show in their 30s when it came out. Yeah. Or yeah. even
1: somebody in their late 20s. I mean, we were all early teens early 20s someone in their late 20s watching this and that is a good point
0: because it certainly does not resemble my I mean I, I was watching it this past week like kind of thinking oh my gosh this is so weird I am actually as old as Carrie is in this episode like she's like nearly 35 I think mm-hmm. in one of the episodes that we watched um and I'm 34 so obviously my life looks very different than theirs does and probably what I thought my life was going to look like when I was 17 and or 18 for starting to watch the show um, but I would be curious to know, like, what that was like, or what, like, was it taken? We were obviously idealizing this, like, world that nobody lived like that.
3: Yep, not I, but
1: yeah. We're, I mean, we're millennials <laughs> watching a show that was targeted at Gen Xers, mm-hmm. and we're very late millennials. Sorry, I know you hate that. Sarah's making the worst face, but it's I'm just true.
0: wondering, like, what people who were living in that, like, people who were in their mid thirties, what they thought of it at the time. Yep. Like, was it ridiculous to them? Be like, or was it, like, us watching... Girls. Gossip girls or girls or something like that? I don't know. I've never seen a TV show where I'm like, oh, yeah, this is my life.
2: King <laughs> um, and <Team> Queens. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you really capture... All of TV show. I think, is... TV is, like, a little bit either aspirational, like, mm-hmm. oh, this is what it... This is something to aspire to, or... I don't know what the a good word for the opposite of that is. Or girls where I'm like, oh, this makes me feel better about myself that uh, <laughs> I at least have it together a little bit. Broad city, like, yeah, yeah a little bit of like. Broad city is a little bit of both for me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I aspire to and feel like I have those friendships, but also I'm glad that my apartment isn't as shitty as like Alana's. Oh god, that's um, rats, yeah. <laughs> so gross. Um, but yeah, it's an interesting. Um, I certainly don't feel. One of the like main things where I was watching being like, "Oh, we're the same age is Carrie just never stopped as the sh- as these episodes evolve, she gets a little bit more cynical, but she still is like boy crazy and cutesy and like still trying real hard well into her thirties, where I mean, I'm not single, but if I was, I feel like I wouldn't be obsessing as intensely as she is about like.
0: Oh, what do I write back to this email? Or like, well, like, what I do I wear on this date? Yeah. Part of her, like, um, I just read about, like, Chris, did you send me that? Uh, I think Henry sent me the, yeah. the article that Mr. Chris Moth, yeah, yeah, wrote or his quote about Carrie Bradshaw, that she, that Big, the controversy about Big, like being a terrible guy, and he's saying no, Big was always like honest about who he was. It was Carrie who was just like crazy. Uh-huh. and a whore he calls her a whore yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um, so yeah great guy but um <laughs> but like she watching the show again it i think at the time it felt like a feminist like stance against all of these other yeah, like we're tropes. single and the marrieds are like yeah. the enemy yeah the right and then it just doesn't like especially carrie and um charlotte too i guess but and really, Miranda, like, they all end up, like, in monogamous relationships that are... It betrays its own
2: message. It does, way. yeah.
0: I mean, that's fine, I guess. It just is that Carrie, I, I think I was looking at it now with more, like, analytical...
1: And I think the movie really undercuts that. Because the first movie is all about, like... I mean, even though, spoiler alert, like, the marriage doesn't go quite as planned. Like, it's all about, like... Marriage, which is like, such, I feel like, undercuts the show, which is supposed to be about like friendship? friendship, and four single women, and they build a whole movie. I feel like that's part of the reason it, as you said, Sarah, solely the television show is the movie is just about a fallen. Can unmarriage. we
2: do just a pulse check around the room of like, which like rank the characters and tell me who you either like the most or hate the least, <laughs> on down. If it's a hate for you, can we do that just sure. to see where everybody is at in the room? Yeah, you start.
3: I like Samantha. <laughs> I don't. I don't like any of the other ones. Really? Yeah. So
2: Samantha number one. All the rest. Yeah. Well, probably
3: Carrie is the the worst. The worst. Yeah. Because
0: of I could. Because guess. she's
3: annoying and pretentious, and I uh, mm. can't stand her. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but I guess I would do Samantha, Miranda, Charlotte, Carrie.
4: Yeah. I'll say, I think your intentions behind choosing the episodes were right on because you, like, solidified what I like about Miranda. Mm -hmm. Like, there's a lot of Miranda episodes that I hate, Mm -hmm. but these were all really good Miranda episodes. So, walking away, I'm like, oh, yeah, Miranda's my favorite, for sure. Mm -hmm. Um, Carrie's the worst. Charlotte's pretty bad. Samantha's awful. I I really think... (laughs) You think Samantha's awful? I think... Well, just in the context of friendship, Mm. I... Every time that they were at brunch together, which is, like, every episode, I was like, I would hate to go to brunch with Samantha. Like, yes, she has interesting stories, but she's always, like, cutting people down. Like, it's just not... It seems like it would be a lot of work to Mm -hmm. be her friend. Mm -hmm. So, and I'm not... I like sitcoms where it's easy to be friends. Like, friends. How I Met Your Mother. Like, they just, like, naturally come together, and this seems more, like, work.
1: I will somewhat similarly, Miranda, Charlotte, um, Samantha, and then Carrie. Carrie is, like, I think universally the worst. Um, I agree. I actually, I, I don't, I think that there's a lot of attempts to make Samantha an empathetic character, but I actually think you picked one of the episodes that illustrates why I dislike Samantha. Which one? Is the one where she is so dismissive of Miranda when Miranda has the baby. I feel yes. like true friendship is, like, you embrace your friends' lives. Yeah. And you, like, find ways to fold them in. And she just is, like, so self-centered and doesn't want to. And granted, there's an episode where we didn't watch where, like, Miranda babysits or Samantha babysits classic vibrator to rock the baby to sleep episode. I just find that Samantha is not a good friend, though she's very loyal, she is not a very good friend.
0: I I get I think I kinda disagree about Samantha. I think she's a better friend than most of them are. None of them are really that good of friends and none of them really got like they don't really mash that well together. They're personal I think Carrie and Miranda, I feel like when I watch them I, I understand that the most. I can, like, identify with their friendship a little bit more than the other ones. Um, I don't know where Charlotte comes from. They, like, clearly hate her. <laughs> 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 They're always so annoyed with her. Do
1: they ever explain, like, how they all fold in together? I don't, I for, I've seen the whole show, but I can't remember how they all, we don't need to do that now.
4: Yeah, they do, it's, what? I think, I think, isn't it in one of the movies they do the flashbacks? Yeah. And that's yeah. Like how they all start.
0: Yeah, maybe. It's like, I can't remember, so it must... Oh, yeah, you sent me the pictures of everybody in right. flashback, yeah. Um, I, I think that um, Carrie is terrible, um, and there was a couple of moments in the shows, that the five that we watched, where she, they have sometimes the most muted reactions to each other's news, and that's, like, one of the things that always has bothered me about the show. Like, when Charlotte finally gets pregnant, she comes in, and they're all like, just kind of like sort of smiling like semi smiling at her like oh good you know or she's got I don't know they just they all seem self-centered they all seem like more interested in themselves Miranda maybe a little bit more yeah. is, is like a little bit less of a like selfish person. selfish person yeah so I don't know I think I would put them equally I think I like Charlotte the least but the rest of them are kind of tied
2: Miranda is my favorite. Um, she's the one that I unfortunately relate to the most in very specific isolated things that I feel like the most personal. Like, oh, I can empathize a little bit with that reaction. Or I, she's extreme, but I can see a little bit. Sometimes she just makes me wildly uncomfortable. Yeah. Like when to Steve in that first episode, the the man, the, 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 the myth the Viagra, where he's like cool, maybe we could hang out. She's like, oh, okay, maybe we could. Which I <laughs> can't even... You don't believe, have to do this. <laughs> okay. I can't believe that, she, that he would like her, but yeah. that's why I chose this arc because she does overcome the like other side of this pendulum swinging so far into like, oh, I'm so cynical and I'm going to ramp that up so much to being finally like, oh, I can be vulnerable and like um, have love in my life and still feel true to myself. Yeah. Um, so she's my favorite, and the one that I feel like is the least objectionable friend. Like, she speaks up when she feels like somebody somebody's doing something wrong. Um, she gives solid opinions. In terms of, like, who is a better friend as a person, like, if we're ranking them in terms of talent at being a friend, I'd say Miranda's number one. Samantha, actually, I think, is a good friend. Me too. Um, she's better than Carrie with the reaction to the baby thing, which I think is interesting because... Samantha at least doesn't go over to her friend with a newborn's house and then talk about herself the whole time and then be like, oh, sorry, you don't, like... And you, it was like a you weird, don't know how to like, be...
0: male-written thing, I yeah. felt like, when she, Miranda has her baby and she starts nursing, she, like, pulls her boobs out and, like, sh- um... Terry's like Terry's like, shocked by that <laughs> when she has, like... When Samantha like removes her IUD like at one point and like they are yeah or whatever yeah (laughs) I hope she doesn't remove her own IUD (laughs) she just grabs a little coat um... Yeah, I I thought that was like a weird moment like why did they need to put that in like that she was like so so shocked by her like. Samantha
2: actually does things for her friends and yes. Samantha Carrie never had like Samantha offers to lend Carrie money. Um Samantha helps Carrie out with PR stuff. Like she is honest about her limitations of friendship. She's like I'm not going to be the person who like can talk to you about baby stuff, um, but she will offer what she can. It's still they shouldn't all they're they're not good friends. They don't mesh well with each other. Yeah. Um, but she is at least honest about her limitations. And then Charlotte is number three for me. She just men. I think Carrie is actively uh, the worst. She's annoying and she is a lousy for for a show that purports to be such a testament to female friendship, which I don't feel like I recognize at all in the show. They're all just having these individual conversations about their own lives in the same room together instead of like having an actual interaction they're just monologuing they actually never respond to each other
1: it might as well be like round robin business updates when they have brunch like
2: like here's a deck of like my latest news Um, so yeah Miranda at least has the storyline that rings the most true for me as a person um, that seems the most down to down to earth
1: to your point, Stephanie, a minute about like the mail written episode. I would be—I haven't checked, but it would be curious to see because one of there's some guy who like came out of this as like a big, he's a gay dude who was like a um,
2: Darren Star. Darren,
1: Darren Star, like, and he wrote some of these, and then the other guy, Michael Patrick King, directed yeah. a bunch of them, and they're both. I wonder if it was written by one of the either the of the two. I'll look that up because that would make sense. I don't know, a, a gay man in their early 2000s reaction to breastfeeding would be exactly how Carrie <laughs> Just would rep- rep- repulsed. I feel like it's, gay men are trying to write Carrie basically as a gay man with a vagina most of the time.
4: Mm. Mm. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I think it's kind of an American reaction. Like, there are so many... Uh, things where, like, a woman gets kicked out of Victoria's Secret for breastfeeding, and there's, like, model, you know, giant, blown-up pictures of models in bras and, like, half-naked anyway, so I feel like that's kind of on the line with how a lot of supposedly, like, open people kind of react to the more normal, real side of life. (laughs) Um, I just
0: found some really hilarious things, like the seven most messed-up things about uh, Sex and the City and one of them is just gl- glaring that Carrie's net worth is inexplicable like how does she even survive um, even with her rent control department um, it is written by um, mostly gay men yep that explains so much yes <laughs>
1: I apologize for my people <laughs> potentially
0: um, one of the other like weirdest things is well actually it's, a, it's an important part it's another I would say character along with the city itself would be the fashion and, like, even just the, the, I think this is, like, a new thing to, like, that shoes were so, like, important that Carrie would, like, blow her rent money on shoes. And that is another thing, clearly, like, looking back with our current lens at the uh, fashion of the early 2000s um, was interesting, to say the least. Well, I think,
1: like, to further your point, Sex and the City was pretty much responsible for, like, moving, like, designer shoes from, being, like, an elite thing to, like, a mass. Cons- not that everyone could afford it, but everyone was talking about mm-hmm. Manolo's Manola, and Jimmy Choo's thing. and, like, even, like, Louboutins, though those weren't as, like, Manolo was the one that was most prominent. I think that the show had a big hand in making designer shoes yeah a huge thing
2: one of the things that i do appreciate about the show in general and is common of shows that i like is that they make the city a character and setting is like for my shows that are my favorite shows the setting of the show plays a big role and they really try to paint a picture of what it is like to live there like the wire is my favorite show of all time and baltimore is the most important character in the show of the wire Sex and the City and the Wire have nothing in common but they made New York a character and a lot of sitcoms don't make the setting important to the show Um, and I chose that first episode of the fifth season um, Anchors Away because It was the first episode filmed after 9-11, and they wanted it to be, like, a very, um... Not the first episode of any TV show. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah. The first episode of Sex and the City filmed after 9-11, and they wanted it to be, like, a very, like, a love letter to New York, despite its problems type of show. Is
1: that the one with Um, the Guggenheim?
2: That's the one where she's, like, dating the city, and she talks about, like, my boyfriend's the city, and she's, of course, obnoxious and how she does it. Um, Yeah. Gets caught in the rain yeah she gets caught in the rain and screams like a child and she does that multiple um, times as a show it's yeah.
1: never rained in new york city before yeah, guys like <laughs>
2: i've never heard of that before but i do like how they make an effort that the city and the, the setting is important to the plot and like the character's identities even though there's things that are very dated like Ew, brooklyn like we would never go to brooklyn and like um we never take a, the the subway we only take cabs Well, <laughs>
1: even when um What's her name? Samantha moves to, like, the meatpacking district, and they're, like... They show all the, like, transgendered hookers sitting out front, and they're, like, oh, it's, like, expensive, and now that's, like, the most boring neighborhood. Like, that's, like, not... I don't know. It was interesting that the neighborhoods they would talk about as being trendy have all kind of normalized, and they're on to the next one already. Dates itself a bit.
0: So, what... Okay, so the other i would say aspect of the show that is important to talk about is just its treatment of sex which was one of the most one of the groundbreaking aspects of the show so looking back with our 2017 lens like is it i, can, I can't help but wonder is it actually that is it groundbreaking still i mean they, was it they talk about some groundbreaking
2: stuff samantha gets an aids test which isn't real shit I hate that they call it an AIDS test um Samantha goes and gets an HIV test and HIV wasn't like on TV a lot back then um except for like Golden season Girls. one of the real world or Golden Girls <laughs> but it was I mean that was groundbreaking too um s- s- uh, Miranda Gets Chlamydia uh they talk the abortion episode I feel like
0: it Vibrators Vibrators yeah, they, are
1: huge on this show
0: yeah but I mean that might not be the most groundbreaking but like even just like um there's a lot of nudity for a show at that time, I feel like. It, like, very, um... Do they show ma- male genitalia? Uh,
1: uh, HBO usually doesn't do full frontal male.
0: I mean, thank God. It is, a, <laughs> it is something that needs to be censored, I feel like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Speak for yourself. <laughs> um, but I, and that's an interesting part of this show, is that Sarah Jessica Parker... Uh, was in her contract to never show. That's why she's always in a bra. Yeah. In everyone bed. Everyone else went for it. Except went for, for it. Her. Mm-hmm, except for her. And one of the things I was say about the female relationships in this show which also just seems sort of canned and maybe male-written um, is that they didn't actually get along that well. The actual cast of the show. Oh, yeah. So yep. Jessica Parker especially and Kim Cattrall were like famously did not get along and like hated each other which I do think makes a difference, comes out a little bit.
1: Team SJP all the way.
4: Just I read a little bit about that. And they had talked about, I mean, in any situation where you're, you're spending long hours with each other, like, stuff comes up and you kind of get, like, there's there's conflict. And so what what I had read is that that was blown out of proportion yeah, a little bit. That like, too. yes, they're not EFFs, but they managed their conflict and like moved through it pretty professionally. So I just thought that was interesting. I wondered like what it, you know, I feel like everything has to be like a cat fight, like mm. we're enemies or we're best friends. And I would think they're kind of in the middle. It's that. like a band. Our are yeah. yeah. Well,
1: and I, w- I can't help but wonder <laughs> if the magnifying was like, people were trying to tear the show apart because whether or not we think it's cutting edge in 2017, like it was a big deal. People yeah. wanted to pull like a TV show about four women who were like t- actively living their lives without men is a big deal. So you have to imagine that that people were trying to find conflict to tear the show apart.
0: Although, are they living their lives without men? It is pretty much centered around <laughs> the men that they date. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. But again, um, it's not friendship in the city. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and a very unattainable lifestyle as well I don't know I guess that was like what was blaring to me in this viewing in this sitting of 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 watching like when um Charlotte watches the E! True Hollywood story about Liz Taylor (laughs) and like gets herself together and puts on a brave face and goes to Brady's birthday party the outfit she puts on I was thinking to myself what would one of you what if I came to Shannon what if I came to Amelia's birthday party wearing like what's probably like a $1,500 $1,500 dress, like Chanel, and like huge glasses with my hair up. <laughs> but like,
2: it's such a weird, just. I think people watch that and are like, that's what life in New York is like. Mm-hmm. I it's know, so glamorous but. Glamorous all the time. But it was
1: all the other people are wearing like jeans. Like, I remember like specifically wanting to see one of the other people in the apartment. Like, she was totally out of place. Can we talk
0: about the terrible outfits of the show? Like, what the worst? I'm gonna start. Miranda's outfit at Brady's birthday party is so terrible it's like a halter it's like a red and white halter she's always wearing terrible colors her hair color is horrible it's like an orangey like red and then she has a red floral halter top it's
1: terrible she has the worst fashion in the show they, and I her, feel like
0: they must have hated her. Like, the
2: creators were like, fuck this bitch. Well, I'm going to make her look so ugly um, because, and, like, just be horrible.
1: Well, they, uh, they like, put, like, her hair is naturally red, but they do. they no, put No, her in hair this, is
2: naturally blonde. They dyed her hair fire-engine really? red to make yeah. her look like a monster. I mean, you know that they had to do something Miranda. to dye
1: her hair to make it that bad. Like, it was yes. just, like, a redhead's hair... In the worst way. But they pair her with, I'm just agreeing, with the worst, like, reds and corals, which a person
0: with red hair does not wear. It, yeah. (sighs) It just, like, there's an episode we did not watch where she wears her, like, skinny jeans after she has the baby, and she, like, goes to the club, and she's wearing, like, bracelets up her arm. She's got, like, um, and I remember watching it at, in those, like, the, the current, current, like, uh, when it actually aired, and thinking, this is... A ridiculous outfit. Nobody would wear this. It looks horrible. She always looked horrible. Mm-hmm. Um,
2: you guys both said it was pretty painful to watch. What about it was painful? Henry and I both yeah. said.
1: I mean, I think it's like it, so specifically. The, it was painful to watch the episode we watched. The first one. I. It's Carrie. I, it's Carrie a hundred percent in that like the pretentiousness and it's just so hard to get back into especially for me who's like seen the whole show that takes a lot of stamina um it's like jumping into a, a cold pool it's just very difficult at first
3: yeah Carrie's is a big part of it I think most of just don't like the show I thought it sucked and I didn't like relate to it in any way or enjoy it in any way but that's me <laughs> not, you know, I, that, it's not my cup. That's yeah, fine. I watch a lot of stuff that other people wouldn't like, so. That's but what specifically then. about it? Earlier? But definitely, yeah. Carrie, like, I was like, it, it, it's not even bad enough for me to really enjoy laughing at, but there were a few moments. I always like when Carrie's, like, writing her stupid. Like, what does she even do? What's her. She writes a, a sex column. Oh, uh, <laughs> God, and she's a terrible writer. And there's, like, one where she's, like, talking about, uh, There are, like, pan flutes playing in the background. It's, like, the (laughs) corniest thing ever. And uh, I think I wrote down the quote. She's She's, like, and she's talking about, like, the myths of the ancient Greeks and Romans. She's, like, connecting it to all this, like, ancient stuff. And she's, like, that was the night we stopped being a myth and started becoming real. And I'm, like, oh, my God. And the other thing that made me laugh kind of in the same vein or for, like, a reason why Carrie annoys me... When she, she was going to, like, meet with some guy, and she's walking through the city in this white dress, which is fine, but she's got this white oh, parasol. parasol. <laughs> this but the thing so is, I, I guess there are people like that in New York, but I'm amazed that we celebrate them. Even people from New York are, like, okay with this. Like, you'd think they'd be like, no, we, we're not going to do a show about these type of people. You know, this is terrible. <laughs> she, she constantly,
1: Carrie constantly wants to be someone who's, like, an individualist and sticks out of the crowd and is, like, so... Special Like, her outfits and the little white parasol. Like, you see a bunch of normal... Yeah, twee and precious. You see a bunch of normal New Yorkers walking, and then she's, like, in this banana outfit. And I totally get what you're saying, Henry. Like, that's part of the reason I don't like her. She's so phony. She's such, like, this phony, curated person that is just the worst. I also don't like the way she... She just her reactions to things. Like, her reactions to anything big does are so... Polarizing. She's either just, like, 100% in love or, like, can't can't be bothered with that person. It's just so unrealistic. Everyone else, I feel like they write somewhat realistically.
4: That's a really funny thing to think about, though, when we're talking about New York being a character. Like, what would New York... How would New York respond to these women? Like, I love that you're like... I feel like New York would be like, no, we're not going to show a show about these women.
2: (laughs) I think that New York is... People from New York are like, this is... It's as if tourists wrote the show because this is no one's real life yeah. experience. And now they have those like Sex and the City tours. People go around mm-hmm. to all these, like they ride on a bus and they go around to all these bars and get um, get like Cosmopolitans. I remember having on my AOL Instant Message away like message, like a quote from Sex and the City where she says, I'll have a cheeseburger, large fries and a Cosmopolitan. Because I just thought that was so cool. I was like,
0: also, Cosmo, all
2: drinks were cool. Like, yeah. <laughs> now it's like, if you ordered a Cosmo, it's like, so very interesting. Yeah. What's in a Cosmo? Raspberry or cranberry juice? It's vodka. Vodka.
1: And vodka. Um, triple sec. And a little yeah, bit like, of cranberry a juice. A cranberry juice has just changed the color. It's just a vodka martini with... Triple second, a little bit of cranberry juice. Yeah, no, thank you.
4: That's so funny. It is really embarrassing. We all took quizzes, I think, at oh, yeah. some point to see which character we were on the show. And there was one where it had like a list of drinks. And I was like, the only thing on here I would really drink would be a cosmopolitan. But I can't actually order that out loud. Like, no, it's the number it, yes. <laughs> I really
2: like lemon drops because they're delicious. <laughs> <laughs> and even when I, like, I was out. Last weekend at, um... You just say all the ingredients <laughs> of it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, where was I? I Produce Row and there was a drink on there that didn't have a description. I was like, what's in that? And They're like, it was like a lemon drop, but for adults. And then described I was like, say no more. I, that's what I want. But I was like, it's a lemon drop, not for adults. <laughs> like, it's not. It's embarrassing. It's one of those,
0: you know, alcoholic beverages for children. <laughs> uh, so which yeah, is basically, basically
2: well. like, <laughs> <laughs> it. They taste like candy. Um, yeah. When you say, when we talk about like it seems realistic, like what about it do we actually feel like? It is, like, what part of the show feels, I know for me what feels realistic, but what part of the show are you like, yeah, that feels true?
1: I don't love Charlotte, but I do think that once Charlotte and Harry, mm-hmm. once their relationship forms and they actually have a bond, I think that that is an actually a pretty good, I like them. I like I them do, together. Yeah. I like the writing about them. He's the bald guy. The right? bald yeah. guy. Yeah. I okay. like him as a character I hate that on this show my fa- one of the, my favorite characters is a man because I feel like it's supposed to be like I don't know but I feel like Harry is a great and when Charlotte decides to be with him that feels I mean it's still a television show but it feels more natural and it actually feels good interesting yeah
0: well Charlotte just calms down a bit like, it's just so, <laughs> so it's ridiculous. a prescription for Xanax yeah. it feels like um, she gets her lifelong dream of finding a man resolved, so she gets to just, like, focus on other things, which is basically just getting pregnant. Um, she, But she has, like, an interesting backstory. Like, when they meet um, Petrovsky, like, she is actually one of the... Um, Rand is a lawyer and is very successful. Um, uh, she, I can't think Samantha? of any of their names. Yeah, Samantha is in PR, and is very successful. And Charlotte works in the art world and is very successful. She used to until she quit to try to get pregnant. Right, which is like a hilarious thing. Quit to try to get pregnant. It doesn't take that much time. It <laughs> um, <laughs> should only take once. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So
1: and it should take five to 15 minutes.
0: Yeah, it's curious the one who's like, there's no, nothing you're doing is gonna go, get you that. She does write a book eventually that has like worldwide success, but. um up until then it's like what the hell how is she able to afford any of this and there is some money stuff that comes between the girlfriends but yeah i feel like charlotte is charlotte and harry's relationship is i like and i'm not an aiden fan which a lot of people are and they think he's sort of the most normal um i actually like big but other than that there's not i guess steve's fine
4: I'll say that the moment when Steve, and sorry to get, like, too deep into the episode, but there is an episode where Steve shows up at Miranda's kid's birthday party, and he brings, a like, little one for the candle to put on the cake, and then in that moment, she's like, I love you, I've always loved you, like, that is what it takes to, like... Get yeah, over that. I feel like that was realistic. Like mm-hmm. you don't just like fall in love with this idea of someone. You fall in love with like them showing up and like being there and do like caring and participating. And I feel like that was such a good way to introduce him back into the show. Mm-hmm.
3: Who's Aiden, by the way? That was the guy Carrie was dating, and like he's in, in the abortion episode yeah. Yep. yeah people like i think maybe he was just wearing this awful shirt because when i first saw him i was like who is That's this wow. sleaze yeah. guy <laughs> like, who is this guy so to hear you say that people think he's the most normal is hilarious <laughs> he, to me like, <laughs> he's
0: like the most um like i don't know I he's like a typical he's like a dog. typical guy he's
1: a carpenter yeah. and he has yeah. a dog and he has a house and like
3: he, he had like, this awful work. shirt on. He looked like he was, like, like a, in a cult. Like a, in a cult or, yeah, like, he, he was... <laughs> he like also has two wear.
0: iterations. He comes, huh. he's on the show. Kiri cheats on him. Okay. They break up, and then they get back together. And when he gets back, when they get back together, he's got, like, a new haircut, and that's... He's wearing better shirts. Better uh-huh. shirts, yeah. Better, he's, like, okay. lost a little weight. He looks a, a little bit leather better. pants. Yeah. Um, yeah.
1: We didn't watch any of these episodes, but I also find, I thought... Um, so you maybe didn't see this, Henry, but at one point, Samantha gets cancer, mm-hmm. and there's a whole arc about Samantha's cancer and, like, her dealing with that, and I feel like maybe, I don't know how realistic that was, but I felt like I liked the way they portrayed, like, she thinks she can do it all, and there's a moment where she, like, not realizes like she penny. can't. Yeah, and and I thought that that was a really, for the time, and, and I think it plays into now, like, a really good representation of illness for a young person. Like, she's young, she's yeah. in her 40s.
0: yeah. Even though they kind of always make, I don't know if this is because I watched the show as an 18-year-old, but I always thought Samantha, I always think of Samantha as being old, and in the show, she's like, I'm 45, Um, and I'm like, oh yeah, it's really not that old. But they all, in the show, make her seem old. Like, they're always like, oh, you're so old. And I, yeah, well, older than the rest of them. She's about 10 years
2: older than them. She's
1: 10 years
0: older than them, Yeah, I guess. I guess so. Yeah what were you gonna say
2: oh i was just trying to think about like which parts of it i feel like are that feel true um and the parts that i feel like are the most true are miranda struggling like against the expectations of how she's supposed to feel for things mm-hmm. and that's the part where i'm like i appreciate that perspective of, like it's nice to see a woman on tv who's pregnant and who's like not psyched about it mm-hmm. um and who doesn't like know if that's what she wants to do, um, because I think that probably happens more frequently than is shown, so I appreciate that depiction um, and I also appreciate that they don't like glamorize the balance.
1: One thing that we like I, about the show I do that I mentioned like they, sex is a huge part of it. I think it was a big deal because this is like you said when HBO had gotten its feet under it with um, Sopranos. And then this came on at the same time. And it was this idea of like now 2017, like the best shows are on HBO and Showtime. Um, but this was like the building block of that. I do remember there being a definitive moment when they started talking about vibrators. Sorry, I'm going to stay on the vibrator conversation, (laughs) but it like became like a thing that was like, I mean, I'm sure women were using them before, but it became like a thing that people talked about in conversation. Like the whole one where Charlotte gets the rabbit and then that was like the rabbit was a piece of pop culture mm-hmm. conversation. I can't help but wonder what, what <laughs> oh, that yeah. did for like I don't know vibrator sales, vibrator sales. But also and, like the idea of like female sexuality, yeah, like you do, and, that you can take care of yourself.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. God, God, I, think, I hope it didn't. I hope we can't give the show that much I credit was gonna for that say because that's
0: wildly depressing to me. I think what the show seems like to me is a show for people who don't actually talk about sex with, who, their, girlfriends. with their girlfriends who like Is this as a substitute. Yeah. Or just it's so over the top. Like it's so crazy. And so that it, it almost like gives permission to like, or I think it maybe gave permission to women who would, who, who didn't normally discuss these things because it was so crazy. It allowed people to like fall somewhere a little bit more moderate in their like conversation. So I do think it introduced things like, T- or um the uh back what is it a neck massager that she like takes back to Brookstone and she's yeah. like the vibrator and they're like that's a not a vibrator she's like okay um <laughs> so yeah i think it just maybe made things a little bit because it was so shocking that people could fall a little bit more like it was you have like, to imagine
1: like, that some like a midwestern women who like were were felt more empowered to be able to talk about I think
0: getting a yeah. vibrator on i
3: think with sitcoms in general it's like they sort of um ease these ideas into the mainstream culture, and, um,
4: you know, I think sometimes
3: I laugh at it, or I think it's silly, or dismi- I dismiss a lot of sitcoms, but it does have a big impact, I think, on our culture, and I think sometimes, I think it's, like, um, oversimplified, and kind of silly, but, you know, it's still, I think in that example that you use, Patrick, it does sort of normalize Parts of human sexuality. Yeah. So that's good. I do.
0: I, I agree. I do agree, especially at the time. hmm. Now, time. not so much, but at the time, I think it opened up conversations in a way that maybe had not been happening before so blatantly. Um, shall we do dump Mary before we wrap things up? There's four of them. So, Sarah, you got to give us our choices.
2: Oh, let's just do, let's add a different category. Do dump marry
1: befriend it's the only other thing I can think of violently
2: do <laughs> or, violently, violently dump. or violently or violently dump yeah okay um, be acquaintances with there we and go is, like, <laughs> be
1: indifferent to be,
2: coworkers, <laughs> could be coworkers, like. co-workers I like that yeah. I like co-workers yeah okay do be the, a LinkedIn connection with <laughs> do dump marry and
0: t- hire and hire okay or yeah work with um I am going to do Samantha. That would be fun. She should be good at it. Um, I'm going to marry... Um, Man, that was harder than I thought. Um, <laughs> I think I'm, my first instinct is Charlotte. I don't know why. she be a good wife. what she, she, be wants, a good wife to she wants to yeah, do. Yeah. Um, to, then dump. I'm going to dump Miranda.
1: <laughs> and you're going to be co-workers? No,
0: I'm going to yeah. dump Carrie and be co-workers with Miranda. Yeah. Uh, or maybe the opposite, but...
1: Yeah, I think I'm the same. I'm going to have sexual intercourse with Samantha. I'm going to marry Charlotte. I'm going to become co-workers with Miranda. And I'm going to murder Carrie.
0: Murder the only thing God. about being, being co-workers with Miranda, she might work too hard. She's such a hard worker. Yeah, Carrie might be a little bit more fun.
3: Can't we just connect on LinkedIn or something? <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. Okay. <laughs>
4: Oh my gosh, this is way harder than the other ones. I will say I would like to... I, I don't want to do Samantha. I feel like that is way too much pressure. <laughs> and I can't live up to her expectations. Yeah, so that's not. very stressful for me. Um, I would do... I think I'd do Charlotte. I feel like that would just be nice, fun, loving, time. sweet. I <laughs> <laughs> okay. uh, Definitely want to dump for Murder, Carrie. Um, and then... Yeah, and then dump.
1: Murder <laughs> in the East River. Yeah. <laughs>
4: um, I think I would marry Miranda, and I would love to be coworkers with Samantha. I feel like yeah. oh, that would be, a be so many great stories. Yeah, yeah, and she works hard too.
3: Yeah, yeah. I definitely dump and kill Carrie. Um, I would do Samantha because I don't think I'd want to marry Samantha. I don't know the characters that well, but I think I would do Samantha and marry Charlotte and uh, connect with Miranda on LinkedIn. <laughs> she,
2: she
0: would have, like, a very, like, good LinkedIn presence. Yeah. She'd be great at writing you a letter of recommendation. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. absolutely. Yeah.
3: Uh,
2: I choose all of Shannon's. I think you nailed it perfectly. Oh,
4: thank you. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So next week we are going to be our next episode, which will be in two weeks. We will be uh, dissecting The Office in two parts. So part one. Look out for the uh, five episodes. So we're gonna be gonna do five episodes on each.
1: Ten episodes total. episodes. Offices.
0: Yeah, you, it's hard to do it with less. I would be, um, yeah, hard pressed to choose just five. Um, all right. Well, with that, until the office.